It's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Kyle. Doing the thing where you snap your fingers. Oh, so now I'm doing like a vaudeville act where I'm <laughs> snapping my fingers. Hey, take my wife, please. Hey, is that a minority group A in the front row? <laughs> How'd you get here? Now I'm like 1960s Don Rickles. Right, yeah. In the style of. Yes, that, that's right. Come see Kyle. In the style of. <laughs> but that's in really tiny font. Uh-huh. 1960s Don Rickle, and that's in big font. And Steve. A lot of people would assume he's on a spiral. I don't think he is. But typically when you hear, yeah, he was going to be a doctor, he was going to be a lawyer, and now he's yeah. doing stand-up. Yeah. Next, he's going to be, like, buying a Camaro. Right. Good for him, though. Following the dream. Seems miserable. <laughs> but good for him. No and no offense. offense. Of course not. Now, here they are, two guys who are living in style, Steve and Kyle. You okay? Yeah, I totally forgot something. Now I feel like a big jerk. What happened? What'd you forget? I finally got a reply from our friend Mike Weber. Oh, yeah. As we uh, we know. Footballer? Yeah, who, as we know, is the guy that 10 years ago, I... Uh, he blocked me on Twitter, which, uh, by all accounts, is probably my very first time I was blocked on social on on Twitter, and it was by no direct thing from me on purpose. Like whereas normally I'm I'm in the middle of an altercation on social media before I get um, blocked or do the blocking. Mm-hmm. This time was by pure happenstance. Where early social media days, I didn't understand he was tagged. And and I just said, why is he posting his own statistics? He's a high school running back at the point. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this months ago that I wanted to reach out and apologize yeah, to him on to, the podcast. Wanted to make up for yeah. And tweeted at him. He unblocked me. And I think the because we had to tweet at him from the podcast account. Yeah, you asking did. you did asking you asking him to unblock yeah. your personal. Yeah. And finally, last week, I forget when, while we were recording, you were talking about, I don't know, a Jeep or something. So I wasn't uh-huh. listening. Yeah. And I saw he had just tweeted. So I replied to him and said, hey, Mike, we'd love to have you on to talk some football next week. Mm-hmm. Week before the Super Bowl. Yeah. He big, could be our NFL week. expert. Week before the big game. Oh, sorry. The the grande uh, extravagance. And, um, and I mean Mananza. this with all sincerity. I think it would be fan. I would love to talk to this guy. Former, I mean... Not just collegiate athlete. He was a running back yeah. for Ohio State University. Care Don't care. NFL player. So, yeah. like, it's an impress. Like, it would be neat to talk to him about football, how it, it works. It and would everything. be. It would be fun for us to, for once, have some kind of expert right on this podcast right. that has some credibility in a field. Yeah. The closest we got was when we asked your brother a question: if we should be like. Buying all the crypto we could find or something. (laughs) But anyway, he had tweeted back, said, hey, I'd love to. Or he messaged me, messaged us. said, hey, I'd love to come on the show. Love to talk some Can you email me and CC his talent or his manager, whatever, questions and plans and stuff. And you know what I did since Sunday at 1232 p.m. with that? Uh, You've been you've you've just been slaving away trying to come up with a list of exactly what we want to talk about. Right. Yeah. Forgot to reply. So mm. my apologies. Yeah. Uh, we should have had an NFL expert on the week before the big hoopla down in Arizona. And I apologize. Maybe next week. So th- this will work perfectly. That way we can maybe talk to Mike if he's available next weekend. And that way when we release the podcast two days after the big hoopla down in Arizona, mm-hmm. it sounds it, it's it's perfect. Everybody's doing game previews. <laughs> we need to do Game game wrap ups, but before the game has been played, before the game has been played, so we just yeah. record every possible scenario that could happen. We've done it before. Maybe we do a live event, a live streamed event. I'm already planning on. Do you have big plans for the for the big hoopla down in Arizona? Not that I know of. I am. Uh, I'm going to be doing what I did in 2017. Uh-huh. Was it 2017 when the Eagles were in the in the Super yes. Bowl against um, uh, against the Patriots? I did a Philly themed meal 
Oh, I did. I did cheesesteaks the best I could. I went and bought some like steakums from uh, well, right, yeah, from you, the store. You obviously don't have the rival corners here that you can right. go shop yeah. from. But I mean, I got cheese whiz and everything, and I made myself a little. I had a little Super Bowl party for one because um, Annette obviously Doesn't couldn't care less. Yeah. I would Could be curious. Now, your brother Mike is a at, at minimum partial season ticket holder. Yeah. Was that the game last week, the NFC yeah. Championship game? Yep. Obviously, I, I'm not assuming he has tickets to the Super Bowl. That's absurd. Um, what does brother Mike do for a Philadelphia Eagles um, Super Bowl? Is it like a wife and kids stay away, I'm going to be no, in a no, mood? No. I would assume that they will either have friends over at their house or go to a friend's house okay. that um, where they watch the game. But he, he did say that within a half hour of the win last week, he got an email from the Eagles saying that he was not selected in the the lottery already to buy yeah to buy Super Bowl tickets and if he had been selected wow now that's you don't win like you don't just get tickets you, you, you win the chance you to win buy. the chance to buy them and I think he said that it was like eighteen hundred seventy five dollars or something like that which I mean all things considered the resale market I'm trying to pull it up really quickly here. When I when I read a tweet the other day, the get in price for mm-hmm. the Super Bowl was just over five. Yeah, I think that that's point. that's typically what it usually is. The average price is like five thousand dollars. I am an event guy. Like I like I, I told the story how I went to New York City to watch the ball drop back in yeah. like two thousand seven. Eventually, I want to go see Mardi Gras down in New Orleans, but for some reason, mm-hmm. the big hoopla in the NFL season. Is not on my radar. Really? See, I think that I would like to go to a Super Bowl once. Even though I'm not a huge fan, I just think it would be fun to... That's one of those things that it's cool. it would be cool to talk about. Yeah, I went to a Super Bowl before. It yeah. was crazy. As I age, though, I find it... like I'm watching the fake rubber pellets float up from the blades of grass as a cleat. Yeah runs over it on TV yeah. with the best thing. Whereas, no, at, the, whereas at the Super Bowl, I'm in section 436, yep. row Q, and I'm staring at the Jumbotron. <laughs> right. And then I realize, oh, yeah, more more than likely, it's two teams I don't care about. Sure. Right? Now, what if a team that you did care about? Mm-hmm. Because I know that you have uh, sworn off your Lions fandom. Yeah. You're now a fan of uh, the, the Los Angeles Rams. Correct. Right? Big, uh, big ram, ram head, rammer. Yeah, big ram country, ram uh, country. stand up. Yeah. <laughs> if your Rams were taking on anyone, yeah, which they were last year, and it was feasible for you to go there, yeah, like if the money wasn't money wasn't, not an object, yeah, it wasn't really an issue, or, or even if it was, but you decided, you know, this is going to be my one big splurge for this year, or this this decade, or whatever. You'd still go, right? No. No? No. I Really? I. That's surprising. I think it's, it's surprising that I would and right. you wouldn't. And especially for me, like I said, I enjoy the, I want to, I like seeing these events, right? Yeah. Being around them just to experience them once to say, hey, I went there and I saw yeah. that. But it's strange. The last time I was at an NFL football game, I was, we, we got there early and the whole time the game was fantastic Mm -hmm. i actually think it was the lions and the rams this was probably five years ago yeah and it ended within one possession and the rams threw an interception to end the game to the lions but i'm sitting there the whole time it's sunday afternoon Mm -hmm. it's a two and a half three hour drive for us (laughs) right yeah i'm yeah i'm not even enjoying the last five minutes of the game steve i'm staring at my watch and i'm like you're you're doing the mental math like okay, yes. it's going to take me a half hour to get to the car. Probably and that's a bummer. Take, probably take an hour to get out of the park. Yep. Yeah, that that does suck. Uh, uh, that's one of the things about living in this area because your closest team, three hours the, either way. Yeah, it's three exactly. It's three hours. Like where I grew up, we were twenty five thirty minutes to Philadelphia to the you know one of the stadiums. Yeah. So it was a little bit different, but yeah that. I, I I guess I do understand that. Yeah. Eventually, understand. I'll take Reed to whatever you know, because he'll want to. I'm assuming want to go see eventually some type of these events. Mm-hmm. But and I'm going to I'm going to do my best effort, fully aware of my mentality and the way I handle these things, which is not well. I wouldn't even say not well. I know for a fact I'm not having that much fun sure. because I'm already thinking about the next step. 
Yeah. And how am I going to get out of here? When are we going to be home? We got to go get our bag. We got to get out of the parking lot. This and that. Yada, yada. Where am I going to stop for gas? Mm-hmm. All of this minutia that is clouding what in hindsight was a fantastic football a, game that happened in front of me. So no, I don't think I would enjoy the Super Bowl. I think I'd just be worried about, well, I got to work the next day and boy, what time do I have to be up to make my flight? Cause it's, you know, probably in a, you know, a neutral city, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Oh, I'm in San Francisco. Oh, great. So now I'm going to get home tomorrow at 6 PM with yeah. jet lag. And then I got to work on Tuesday and Oh wait, it's these teams. I don't care about like, I it ruins the experience for me, and I know I'm doing it. It's just my mentality that I don't love that part about me, but it's yeah. there, and I can't get rid of it. Well, I get that because I'm a, a dread the last day of vacation kind of person too. Yeah. I hate it. When I wake up that final day, no matter where it is, even if it's only an hour away, I'm like, all right, let's go. Get yep. the car packed up. Yep. On the road. Come on. We're going to be home. And then it's like, oh, well, let's just stay here and have lunch. Oh, I know. I can't do it. No. Yeah. No. I just booked a. I'm I'm up at 5 a.m. packing the car. Yep. Pulling the pillow out from underneath. I have have everything not needed for the morning in the car the night before. Yeah. I just booked a camping trip. Oh, Uh, you are a big camping fan. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is a big, big fan. This is in a cabin. Camping Kyle. That's what they call you. I'm I'm a step away from a pop-up tent. Uh, it's in a cabin with a bathroom. Fine. Okay. So, and the area is fine. We're going to meet my my brother and my nephews and the family up there. Mm-hmm. And how is Robert, by the way? I think he's fine. I don't ask. Okay. Don't care. Hey. And I was talking to Katie because it's going to be the weekend before the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. So I was at, hey, when do you want to go? You know, we should go Thursday to Sunday. Or, and this is what I was trying to push, was why don't we go like Wednesday to Saturday? Come home Saturday. Mm. We got all day Sunday. You're speaking my language. Exactly. When I when I go on vacation, I need that buffer day. Yes. I can't get back on a Sunday and go back to work Monday. Cannot so- do it. So to no one's surprise, we're going uh, Thursday to Sunday. and <laughs> As late as possible on Sunday? No. Here's the deal. Clock strikes eight. Car's pulling out of the, the campground. Okay? Because I'm going to want to get out. home by noon. <laughs> and that, yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. I would think maybe we should put up a poll. Are you a, I don't know how we can word it, but are do you right. dread do you dread the last day of vacation? Yeah, and then I'd be curious about the way most people handle it. Do you just kind of stroll in late no. coming home from a vacation uh-huh. or are you a get up early and go? Like it seems like and it's not super intentional. Yeah. But all of my flights home as well when I'm on a vacation that I've flown to early. Whether it's Florida or whatever. Early. What's the earliest flight I four AM? Yeah. I'm there. And maybe it's because I usually I mean, look at I'm not flying on a radio station's dime. Sure, yeah. I mean it, Lap of luxury, but I I always I, I just sort I by I, I just to, sort by cost. Got to sit in Atlanta for an hour and a half last Whoa, year. Oh, yeah. the the lounger. No, no, no. <laughs> Have you thought about just joining one gen, of those Gen Pop? Have you thought about joining one of those lounges because everybody says they're immensely valuable if you travel yeah, enough. They are, and I don't know what the cost is, but I'm yeah, you sure. get it's like your own private lounge, and some of them even have like well, depending on the hours yeah. and other things that. I I'm kind of I, I figured maybe the uh, the big wigs that you associate one with one of the, the monkeys has has the uh the, has the lounge the lounge pass. So they so you guys all get off the plane, he flips you the double bird over to the shoulder and he's yeah. hitting swiping his badge at the lounge. Yes. Yeah. And he's not trying to sneak you guys in. No. No, it's a high security there. I've never actually gone in one of them. Got to take off your shoes and I'm everything hoping, just like security. I'm hoping one day one day I'll be he always comes out of there bragging about how good the food was. Because they have free food and yeah. uh, like there's movie stars in there and free back rubs. Yeah. It's one day. You're going to walk in like Ralphie in A Christmas Story. <laughs> you know, first time in whatever that uh, department store is yeah. looking at all the toys around the Christmas <laughs> season. But it's you just looking at people getting massages and chairs. Yeah. Because you've said before you have gotten an airport massage. Have you not? An airport massage? I thought you've gotten an airport massage. I think I have. I don't think I've ever gotten Maybe an Maybe I'm thinking of massage. someone else I had heard, but... I I want I I kind of thought maybe you that would be on your like one of those radar. chair yeah well, they're gonna put you on the chair they'll I've, do a little I've had a chair massage I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever had an airport chair massage hour and a half in Atlanta maybe next time you know it's 
a big airport, and you know what you do? You send that tab right to the program director of the station you're sure. traveling yeah. home from. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's, oh, got a couple extra expenses here. I want to give I'll a, take cash back, thank you. Wanted to give a quick shout out to Timmy, who I have been told uh, was just sealed with with wood glue with all the details of the <laughs> supposed to be unannounced shows coming up this spring and summer for you, Steve. Yeah. Uh, last week, I inadvertently revealed the date of our next live morning and night show, which mm-hmm. about... Three seconds after I said it, I realized that hasn't been announced yet, which we uh, all agreed is is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I, I this one in particular, I I do understand the, I understand why it hasn't been announced yet, um, because there were still some details getting ironed out. Okay, uh, the pay and the rider and right, yeah, of course, right. yeah. So only orange Reese's pieces, <laughs> and... but at this point, it. It is announced that we will be doing the show in April. Uh, April, let me pull up my calendar real quick. I think it's the 14th, the morning of the 14th. Okay. Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. We'll be doing the show once again there live. Um, stay tuned for another announcement about Wilkes-Barre. That's right, Wilkes-Barre. Coming up. Details are not done yet. Stay tuned. So, April 14th. 14th. If you are in the Wilkes-Barre, PA area, or mm-hmm. if you're planning on just traveling to the Wilkes-Barre show. Yeah, a lot show, of people travel for that. Uh, some people come from Is that a Jer- hub? Is that an e- easy spot to get to? Not really. It's just, say, it doesn't I think seem it's, like it. No, but I think that, uh, I don't know. I think that people just kind of just kind of make a, a little pilgrimage to head to Northeast PA. I know people do for the, the Grand Rapids show, and that's yeah. kind of why we're trying to plan the the, the, yep. kar- the Good Friday karaoke fest the night before. That's planned. That's happening. Well, I wouldn't say it's planned. It's we have to find a place, which I guess well, is the I mean, extent of our planning, we, and we have done none of that. Well, we have to settle on a place. Right, there's I mean, two, there, right? There are. I'm sure that there are more than that. That we could. We just have to make a decision. All right, do we want to go to this place? Right. Do we want to go to that okay. place? Easy so, enough. But that is happening on uh, Friday, April seventh, the week before the Wilkes-Barre, PA show. So Friday, April fourteen, again Wilkes-Barre, PA. If you're gonna, if you're planning on going to that show, now tickets are not on sale yet. Nope. I'm assuming they'll be on later this week, maybe. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure if uh, by the time you're listening to this, they'll be on sale or not. Yeah, I, so maybe we'll wait a week on waiting for people to get a hold of us if they want the fathead. I don't want the fathead sure. sent to someone who then you know is asleep at the wheel in terms of tickets, right? And has doesn't end up getting mm-hmm. them and then has to sit there yeah. and ship out a fathead. But yeah, Timmy, um, Timmy took the information that we gave last week and ran with it. Yeah, uh, lots of lots of social media posts. Um, I, Timmy, I do appreciate you uh, for one promoting these these shows, even though the the details are not not yet announced. But I, I also you I also appreciate you not tagging the stations in them too. Yeah, <laughs> to lead on the big old dummy here who spilled the beans. But maybe next time, just you know, toss a link our way. You know, when yeah. you're just going to, you know, because not everybody knows what the cod pass yeah, he is. Did, and... He did say he was uh, very specific to say that he heard about it on the cod pass. Yeah. So I, I, just a little more. Just do we, an have, ounce do we have that drop, by the way, of Timmy? <laughs> oh, it's got to be somewhere in our system. I, I, I don't know. If... I, I thought I'd say because it. it came from a live show. That was a so live the show audio in... is somewhere on your end. I believe a live show in Flint a couple of years. Yeah. ago would have been that. What? Probably 2019 at this point. Um, let me see if I can find that real quick, but yeah. So thank you to, thank you to Timmy for, uh, promoting these and more details coming soon for the upcoming side gig shows. I'm excited. The Kyle Fathead tour will roll on, uh, Oh, for one. And Steve, you think six out of seven is I realistic. Do. I, have, I have very high hopes, uh, for the Kyle Fathead tour. I'm going to go out of seven. So what's that like 80, 83, 84%. Yeah. I think we can do that. I'm going to shoot for three, three. I well, just, I don't have a lot of faith. We've had nothing, but the, it's see, the, it's the tight turnaround. See the, the, the difficult one. Oh wait, no, we can't even, can't even discuss it. Can't even include Grand Rapids because that they can't do it there. That won't happen. Yep. So five out of seven is the best we could do. Right? Well, we call it five out of six. Grand Rapids is just simply isn't a possibility. Yeah. So five out of six. Okay, then I will stick with my original estimation of three. Three. So right, we I'm would need the, three out of five at this point to make it work. Now I'm comfortable saying the UP is a would happen. Yeah. Here, if there's me, a, if oh no, I'm sorry, UP's announced. Let me pull for up the this. UP shows. 
I'm I'm not worried about this one. Okay. You are confident in the Wilkes-Barre program on Friday, April 14th. Yeah. Uh, don't mention this one, but nope. I'm I'm confident about that one. I am not. I believe we've had issues really? there before in terms okay. of getting getting hands. Uh, this one, I'm very I'm confident. Very con- the only thing that worries me is, is the turn th- this quick turnaround. Yeah, this quick turnaround. That's tough. Um, and then yeah, the the UP one, which has been announced. Not worried about that. May twelfth, and that one has not been announced. I am worried about that one as well. Yeah, really. Yeah, I, I I'm standing by my three out of six. Okay, that could. Yeah, I mean, I look. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. But maybe we'll get. Maybe we'll be surprised. Maybe we'll be. The surprised. old underdogs will finally, finally get a W this year. I wanted to follow up, Steve. We have not discussed this off air, so uh, put the kibosh on this immediately if we need to. Mm-hmm. But last week's episode ended on quite a turn, um, a, uh, an emotionally devastating turn. Bit of a low note. Well, I don't care. So a little enough for one of us. For me, yeah. I was having the time of my life over here. <laughs> I need to I need to scroll back because I need to go back in time and read exactly how this all went. Down. While you find that too, I wanted to mention. I want to at some point we need to discuss what happened to this podcast and how much funnier we used to be. I pulled up. I had uh, our friend Jeff Green reached out on Twitter the other day mm-hmm. and made an admission. And good for him. It's not easy to do. So he's out of the loop, but he did not remember the surfer story. Oh. So I went back. He said, when was that? So I went back. I knew it was in a year in review. I wanted to initially yeah. find the main episode. That was in our first year. I was going to say, I remember being in, was it in one of our first like 20 some episodes? I oh. remember being in, I think in the original studio. Yes. It was in the first, it must've been 10 to 12 episodes because it was in our first year in review episode. Oh, okay. For 2016. But boy, looking back at some of those bits, whew, I don't blame the Brothers Humphrey for leaving us in the dust. Wow. Forgot about them. We used to be, what is used to be uh, pretty funny. What's on there? I'll have to pull them. I'll pull them up. We can, we can recap that about how much funnier we used to be mm. and tell everybody else how much funnier we used to be <laughs> at a later date. Yeah. So you just scrolled back to find the exact interaction with, uh, with you and your lovely wife, Annette. Yeah. That happened. Now, are you... Because the follow, there was no follow-up. It was the initial rat-a-tat-tat of four to six texts, and then we went upstairs. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a text message follow-up, but this is a recap of how it went down, right? Yes. Okay. So um, you had asked last week if I had any update from what I told you maybe a month and a half, two months ago, when Annette, out of nowhere, shockingly, came to me and talked about wanting to do a podcast together. Yeah, you you could have told me that Evelyn told you she wanted to do a podcast, and I would mind. have been less shocked. Could by have that. knocked me over with a feather when she yeah. when she said that, and I was like, oh, okay. So we talked about it a little bit, yeah. And I was like, I'm on board. Sounds good. Let's do it. Um, and then it was kind of we didn't really talk about it much. I'd bring it up every now and then, and she'd say, oh yeah, you know, maybe maybe when the kids are a little bit older, it just kind of kicking it down the road a bit so last week you wanted an update so i sent her an update or i sent her a text while we were recording and i said have you given any more thought to doing our podcast Mm -hmm. she replied not tons why perfectly good perfectly reasonable response i said kyle is curious and wants an update yeah this was the part that uh, put me in a body bag. <laughs> yeah. So this, all of this, at, to this point, you're upright. You're fine. Pretty normal still, exchange. Yes. And you're still riding on the, whatever level of high it is that at some point your wife came to you mm-hmm. and said, I want to do a podcast with you. Mm-hmm. That high is about to become a low. And it's going to be a low because of the following response that I got. When I said, uh, you know, I said, Kyle's curious and wants an update. She replied, it's mostly a way to force you to talk to me once a week. Oh, boy. That still almost made me push my chair all the way out and slam my head on that pipe behind me so I wouldn't have to remember that that happened. She then said, uh, I, I replied, 
Well, that's mildly offensive. And and I would argue that's you putting like a crash pad down by calling it mildly. Yeah. Because that was a a blow to the chest. Yeah. When it initially hit you. Yeah. Um after I said, "Well, that's mildly offensive," she then maybe amended the statement by okay. saying force us to talk to each other, yeah. which you put that in place of the, it's mostly a way to force you to talk to me once a week. Right. You right. move, you, you X yeah. that one out and move that one up a little bit. Hey, we're good. Yeah. We're uh, okay. Yep. I, because I, I think I said it last week. I think any couple you would talk to any married couple, especially would say, yeah, we could probably uh, work on our communication a bit. We could probably talk a little bit more. Would you agree with that? Like, do you? Yes, no I mean, question. I mean, I'm sure that you and Katie have uh, a great relationship, yeah. but it could always, it could always be a little bit better. You know, no question. So, and I, I don't think that's even in the slightest bit out of line to suggest or imply to say, hey. It would be good to talk yeah, to each other more because should, no question. We should make it a point once a week to sit down and talk about X, Y, Z, whatever that may yep, be. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I was a little a uh, little disappointed because it seemed as though the guns were yeah. aimed right at me. Yeah, And that follow-up, knowing Annette, could have gone another way. That follow-up could have been like, yeah, I said what I said. <laughs> yeah. To a degree, yeah. right? Come upstairs. Let me kick you in the balls. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did you need me to tell it to your stupid looking face? <laughs> P.S. You're fat. I don't like you. Yeah. And you go there, give her a hug. You know, she kicks you in the balls and you guys yeah. move on. Yeah. So Steve, I only Steve married, that marriage. I only married you to get children. Got them. You're done. useless now. You had job done and I rendered your children making useless. So <laughs> right. be gone. Yeah. P.S. Go to work, make money. But like we were saying, it's it's definitely, definitely not that. Yeah. Yeah. So is there, was this like, a, hey, well, we're going to play out the day normal. You know, the kids are around. Mm-hmm. This isn't a, you know, it's not like you're going to sit here and have a, be able to have a conversation about it. So was this something that was in your mind? You're like, Hey, the kids are in bed. We've got, you know, whatever we have an hour before we go to bed. I'm bringing it up the second we sit down on the couch. Absolutely. It was in my mind. Uh, we walked up the stairs after we were done recording, by the way, if you hear the tippy tappy, yeah, that is Toby is restless uh, today. He is the podcast dog over my lap this morning. Toby, the podcast dog is just, just not settling down. He needs his own microphone. He thinks, um, so yeah, we walked upstairs. I kind of, Took the temperature of the room a little bit, and I was yep. like, "All right, everything seems seems pretty normal. It doesn't seem like uh, this this interaction threw her off nearly as much right. as it threw me off." And I play dumber than normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> glass window, and I ran into it. You know, because I do that all the sure. time. Yeah, yeah, and created ooh. created distraction. <laughs> Look, I'm a monkey. Yeah, and they say, you know, you're, Steve's trying to stop me from jumping over his railing on his <laughs> second floor, so. You know, normal, normal goings on for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I just kind of felt the situation out. You left. Yep. Um, I think we were uh, just about to sit down and eat lunch or something. Everything seemed perfectly normal. Just quiet. I, I mean, normal conversation. Right. Yep. Nobody yep. was upset with each. Well, there was no. No outward show. <laughs> no outward showing of upsetness in either direction. Perhaps inward, but not outward. Yep. Um, so, it was at that point where I had to make a decision. Yeah. Sleeping dogs lie? Because the grenade's already in my hand. <laughs> right. And, and yeah. I'm not saying pins pulled, but you've Fing- removed finger, it from finger, your belt. Fingers on the pin. Yep. Yep. Now, if I pull that pin and granted, I want to say, I don't, there's no net, there's no absolute truth that this is going to be a grenade, but in your mind, there's only one way to find out if that's a live grenade or if that's a dud, Steve. I did what, what I thought was the smartest thing to do. And I didn't say a goddamn thing. (laughs) 
So you pulled your finger because off the pin, and you put it back on your, you know, your quesadilla gr- for lunch. Like grenade belt. Toby, stop eating the Chucky e. C. Jr. wrapper. Okay. So, yeah, nothing. Didn't say a word. Still haven't said a word. Thought about it every single day. I'd like to see this resolved. Preferably over text message right now. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. This feels like something for you, though. For, and I'm not saying this for you in terms of, like, well, you're taking it too hard. This is not something that I feel like is just going to dissolve for you <laughs> or anybody outside of maybe Annette, who it appears to have dissolved for within minutes. <laughs> Boy, she's over it. Mm-hmm. So how long do you think? Do you think this gets better with time for you? <laughs> Or do you think this just festers like a, um, uh, whatever, you know, like a bacteria under your skin that just slowly spreads until finally uh, you've itched it enough no. and then you unleash it at the worst time possible? No, I think what I'll do is I'll just, I'll just, I'll bury this deep down inside. <laughs> just keep, keep pushing it down. Deep, deep down inside until it eventually goes away. You know who could, you know who could fix this? Who's that? Or who could work on this? Who? Your old friend. Friend that I just talked about recently with a with a friend of this show. Okay. PK. PK. Who did you talk about PK with? I ran into friend of this show. Father of one of my son's daycare friends, mm-hmm. actually. Friend Josh Reed. Oh, from the uh, from the USPS. Yeah, one of the. Uh, I can't call him an end of the driveway warrior, but he's one of the end of the driveway warrior core. Support staff. <laughs> that you He's see. more of the uh, uh, behind-the-counter warrior. Yep. But we uh, I ran into him at the library with him and his wife and daughter were there uh, checking out books for his daughter. And uh, his wife was looking at the book sale downstairs at the library. Mm-hmm. So Reed and uh, his daughter got to run around for a little bit and play at the library. And him and I got to talking about... Um, the street we were on, which is the main street in the town we live in mm-hmm. and how, I don't know if it's true or not, but the r- word was a lot that um, at one point it was in the Guinness Book of World Records for having the most churches per square mile. Oh yeah, I remember hearing that. I never yeah. knew if it was if I don't. I feel like not. it's probably some lore made from locals because, well, there's a lot. That would be cool though. That would be, uh, like, that. that's your hometown. You gotta, yeah. you gotta record. My hometown's got a record too. What what is it? <laughs> Cinnamon's and it has like the biggest bush in the world or something. <laughs> or at least people always talked about that. I don't know if it was actually true or not. I need I need to look. The biggest bush. Imagine being like the tallest topiary. <laughs> uh the first headline I get is biggest pumpkin in the patch. Can Cinnaminson Beat the U.S. record, and this was from mm. 2020. Steve, the world's biggest bush. Pumpkins oh, are no. You may be rightfully proud of that enormous pumpkin, but unless it weighs upwards of 2,500 pounds, you're not flirting with any kind of record, and it could be a record in Cinnaminson, though. Uh, let's see, the world's biggest bush. Okay, here. Well, I'm gonna pull it up <laughs> so you can see what is the illustration of it. What 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 is this? Are you, is this the surfer 2.0? Are you swindling me right now? This is honestly the first time I've ever looked it up. Uh, Don't worry. We'll get back to your conversation. Yeah, of course. Of course. But I mean, we digress for a second. Um, I've heard rumors that the world's, oops, the world's second largest bush being in North Carolina. No, we can be sure if this is truly the second biggest bush in the world. Seeing as how there are large amounts of forests and woods and rich people planting shrubbery. We do, however... We do know, however, that the world's biggest bush is located in Cinnaminson, New Jersey, across the street from Wood Park's tennis courts. That is exactly the uh, the area that I would have said. This particular bush was used by early Swedish settlers to hang their laundry on to dry. This has to be a scam, right? The, Look, was your mom Jim's still... Garden Club dot lie? Is your mother still local to Cinnaminson? Uh, local-ish. What do you think the odds are of you being able to send her a text and have her jog down there 
in the next five minutes and see if there's still a placard in front of this by the tennis courts. I think we've been had. I'm going to come out with that. I I feel confident seeing that there is at least one result on the Internet. Yeah, uh, I would avoid the comments on that. I quick glance at those, and that's what made me think on that page that it was a uh, fake, not a fake page, but a uh, page in jest. Well, look, we're going to have to get to the bottom of this. If anybody has any further information. How far away is Brother Mike? Could he drive there in the next 10 minutes? Uh, my sister would be able to get there a little bit quicker. All right. Now we're talking. I think we need some resolution on this. Yeah. In the next. Or maybe does anybody else know that lore in your family? Because, hey, it's in the mints and we're in the Book of World Records. Would anybody be familiar with that story that could know. confirm or deny? I don't know. Because I feel like that wasn't something I knew when I was a kid. Okay. It was something that I heard about sure. after, after I moved away. Sure. After Cinnamonson's favorite son set sail for greener pastures. That's right, which was New York, which is where mm-hmm. everybody. Does everybody in New Jersey say, I'm moving to the city? And they all just, they want to go to New York, right? Mm. Maybe, maybe North Jersey. Yeah. Okay. If you're like North Jersey, the city is New York. But if you're South Jersey, where I came from, the city is Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I always feel like the people who live in the other boroughs of New York, whether it's Queens or Staten Island, whatever, they say, I'm moving to the city. Yeah. Even though they're a ferry ride or a train ride away, it's the idea of living there. It's much different. I didn't know if that was the same for you, Jersey scum. No offense. (laughs) But we we digress. digress. You were talking to Josh Reed. Yes. And we got to talking about the implication that there were so many churches. And I had said, yeah, we actually got married at the church. Next next door, door. yeah. They almost share a parking lot. Yeah, and I said we did that because they were one of the only ones who said we didn't have to use one of their pastors or reverends because we didn't want to go through the hoopla. You basically rented the building, right? Exactly. That's all I wanted. I needed a venue for us to get married with someone else not associated with the church to marry us. Mm -hmm. And that got us to talking about. And then we moved on to the reception with that cheese platter that... uh, Somewhere that picture still lives. Still talking about to this day what it's... Six years, seven years later, seven years coming up on eight. It'll be yeah. eight years this May um, that somewhere that picture exists. I wish I knew where I could find it of you with the most heaping mountain of cheese I'd <laughs> ever seen on and one the, plate. The biggest grin on my face. Yes. Well, look, I, I know how these uh, these wedding things go. You pay for that food, whether it gets eaten or not. Right. They're tossing it, whether it's in your belly or if it's so, on that tray. So I was uh, you're welcome. I was just helping you out. Thank you. And so that led us down. The, I said, yeah, we got married there because they were the only one who let us rent the building. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want to go through classes yeah. with, you know, whoever works there to show that I deserve to be married. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to do that. And that led us down the path of like PK, Pastor PK. Kent. PK, yeah. So this brings Good man. Me, Good man. Maybe we could bring. What, how's the most recent checkup? Because obviously you guys, you went through the classes with him, which were, weren't they like six I think like sessions with him. I think five. You guys talked about everything, talking about how you you know keep your uh, your downstairs regions, you know <laughs> everything, right? Like you guys are open books with PK. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't you know going in that that nothing's off limits. Did you get a wag of the finger when he found out that you guys lived together? Um, I don't. We, believe I know so. we talked about this. I, I think, guarantee. We yeah, did. I think PK was a little more progressive than that. Okay, so he wasn't shunning you or saying no. well 10 more hail marys and if you want me to marry no, you because you guys live in the same house i don't believe so okay but again i mean that's you know we're five and a half six years ago at this point so. right well and we haven't checked in with you in five and a half or six years so how was the most recent <laughs> check-in with pk you know the last time i saw pk yep. things were fantastic oh how's he looking he couldn't have uh he couldn't have been nicer uh it was approximately one month after we got married <laughs> So it's, so yeah, it's very recently. And I'm not saying this to make fun because I would, I would bet that when I asked you or if I asked you back then, you would have said, oh yeah, we're not like following up with the guy on a six month basis, right? No. And I believe that he retired. Uh, you guys did it. We do. Yeah. We did him in. I can't believe I married these two. Yeah. He's just, he's just MK now. He's Mr. Mr. Not, Ken. Not, not pastor anymore. Still living in, you know squalor in the shed next to the church is that what yeah. they do sure yeah he's uh in in retirement i'd like to see you reach out Ooh. and bring up this from last week 
Uh, see what, see if his see ears. What PK, yeah, I mean, ears he's going to remember you guys. Uh, young guy, fit. You know, normally I would say no chance, but I got the feeling that he's one of those guys that remembers everybody. You think so? Yeah. You think if you sent a cold email, I'm not saying you even have his email. Mm-hmm. If you sent a cold email saying, hey, this is Steve. We got You married us in 2000, whatever year you got married. 17, yeah. Just wanted to say, you know, thanks again. We're we're a happy family. We've got two yeah. children, two dogs, yada, yada. Things are going well. You think he'd reply and say, so glad to hear it. How's the house on Street X that you guys <laughs> live in? Um, I, I feel like, I don't know. I just, I, I get the feeling that he is... Very similar to, you know, you hear you hear people talk about like, oh, I ran into my kindergarten teacher yesterday, yes, yes. and they remembered me. You know, like yeah. teachers have that that innate ability to remember students that they had thirty years ago. Certainly, I feel like, uh, and I feel like PK is it could be similar. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'd like to see you reach out. I'd like to see this happen. Let me see if I can find him on uh, on social media on anywhere. Social media. I bet he's on there. While you do that, I also wanted to bring up, it was the second part of my interaction with Josh Reed. And Josh Reed felt bad about something, Steve. Okay. About something that, about an interaction he had with you. Oh, no. And I don't think it's anything you did. Found him, by the way. But he expressed to right me there. that he had seen you. I saw him at yeah, that maybe, point days prior. Yeah. Was, uh, okay. I was going to say a week and a half, two weeks ago. I went in there to, uh, I was dropping stuff off for Annette, mm-hmm. uh, some orders that were going out and I got in there and normally I will take my key and I'll check the, uh, the PO box, the PO box yeah. and I had forgotten the key. So most cases, most times I just say, oh, well. I'll check it next time. Mm-hmm. But in this case, there was no one in there. Pretty rare, right? Pretty rare. So the person behind the counter, I said to them, I said, hey, I apologize. I forgot my key. Is there any chance that you'd be able to check box 371 for me? Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, no problem. Let me just see your ID so he can make sure that the name matches the, the box. I said, absolutely. As I was taking my ID out, I heard from the back. He's all right. And then, so I look around the corner and Josh walks out. So you got the, you got the, I, oh, I got the celebrity treatment. You got there. the post office pre-check. Exactly. Yeah. It's the, the TSA or the post office version of TSA pre-check. I didn't have to take off my shoes or anything. It's like PO plus, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And we had a quick conversation, 15, 20 seconds. And I was out the door. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's seen. Oh man, what did I do? I don't think what it was this po- interaction. What did I possibly it may do? have been one a different interaction. Okay, so I was Josh, because that that interaction went. You said it was that short. It was as normal. Yeah, yeah, as normal as any interaction was. But but in my head, it was normal. Right. So who knows? Like, right. did he say that I turned around and like my pants were down or something? Or yeah, like you turned around and you had a finger sticking out of your zipper because you thought it'd be funny to make him think that you were showing. Check it your... out, Josh. Is that inappropriate in 2023? Is the Boy, finger, the finger, is the finger through... through the zipper? Yeah. I'll, I'll put it on the poll because that's <laughs> the only way we know these things. By the way, PK looks great. Okay, are you gonna are you gonna do it? Are you gonna reach out? Do I add him as a friend? He's only got 318 friends. No, I don't think you add him as a friend. Ah, I think that's... you just zip him that uh, message with no... Have you have I shown you PK before? Probably five and a half years ago uh, yeah. when you were going through these classes. Yeah. He's still, is his pitcher still with the collar? No. Looks like he's uh, he's with his with his lovely wife. What are the odds that he's like a degenerate drinker, smoker, gambler? I don't think he is. I think he walks the walk. Running a... You know, lives, a lives, legal sports book out of his garage, lives right down the street from us. Really? So you could, we could walk down there and get an answer. He is right in town. Yeah, I'd like to see you. Uh, I'd like to see you reach out. Just knock on the door. So Josh had whatever interaction this was. Then Steve, mm-hmm. he he told me, maybe in confidence. I don't know. He didn't specify. So oh boy, bring it here. That he felt bad. He felt bad. Okay, because he Good. said you he did something wrong. 
He said it was I at was one innocent. point you walked up and whether to get your key or to whatever you do you do there, and you gave the the general question of hey how's it going mm-hmm. and by josh's account he laid it on you he did whether it's one minute two minutes three minutes where he just told you well you know this is fine but you know we're struggling with this yada yada and then he said yeah. you left and he felt so terrible <laughs> because he said you guys and again i don't listen not a fan of the production sure on the show, I've spoken about how people will simply start interacting with you like you are friends or friendly. Yeah. Forgetting that they've, for the most part, simply heard you on the radio. Right. And he yeah, said, yeah. hey, uh-oh, it, it's, I did that. No. It's, I feel terrible. It's a it's a interesting phenomenon that happens where, uh, and I think I think a lot of people can relate to this in some way. Like, pick something that you're a big fan of. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you're, you're a huge fan of Marvel Comics and sure. Stan Lee. And Stan Lee played a huge part in, in your life. Yeah. And his work really influenced you. So, he's he's a very important... Like, he's an important figure to you. And if you were to meet him, God rest his soul, obviously. I think he mm. kicked the kicked the five-galloner. We don't really know, though. A couple... Uh, him and Kenny, hanging out somewhere. You think? Just gambling. Oh, using that iPhone from the wheelchair-bound Costa Rican Steve Jobs. <laughs> oh, so they're all, so it's Kenny Rogers, yep, Steve Jobs, yeah, and Stan Lee, yeah, hanging out in Costa Rica, yeah, and they're waiting for Alan Thick to finally get there to form the barbershop quartet. <laughs> it's not who I would have expected to be the fourth in that. In that would group. you? I'm sorry. You know what? They're not waiting on Alan Thick because they've already had their fourth. But the guy keeps getting lost. It's James Brown and his legs. <laughs> That's a barbershop quartet I'd go to see. Yeah, I'm putting that on the poll. Is there a barbershop quartet in Costa Rica of Steve Jobs, uh-huh. Stan Lee? Yeah. Who was the third one? I already forget. Uh, Alan Thick. No, no, Alan Thick wasn't going to be there. It was no. James Brown as the new fourth. Right. Huh. Somebody get back to us. With... Yeah, let me know so I can post that poll. <laughs> um, it's it's strange, though, because I get the uh, impression you did not leave whenever this interaction happened with Josh and felt the same way that he did. No, not at all. Not at all. I would not have. That's Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. I'm looking at him right yep. now. He's, he's two feet behind you. I'm staring at his picture. No, I did not have. I did not give it a second thought. I didn't say, oh, that was weird. No, because I or remember. Or roll your eyes and say, oh, nope, God, that because again. I, I, I vaguely remember what we discussed. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I don't, I don't think that it was strange at all. So you did not take it the way that he feared. No. Which is, oh, great, another one of these idiots who I just nope. need their money every month for the podcast. No. And they're laying their life story on me for no reason. Not at all. And uh, trust me, Josh, if it was a bad interaction, I'd be throwing you under the bus right oh, now. I was going to say, trust me, if it was a bad interaction, Annette would tell you. <laughs> yeah, everything you are. Okay. You're above board, Josh. That's good. I will. But look, it, look, now I got my I got my eye on you, though. Yeah. Next time you want to, you know, try to show him the lump on your butt cheek. Just remember. Not quite there. Not interested. I'll put that on the poll, too. Can you show uh, one of your favorite radio hosts the lump on your butt cheek? (laughs) We have the best polls. We really do. It's a (laughs) highlight. I wanted to get to, before we get too far removed from it, though, Mm -hmm. you you guys were back on the road. This was, was it last week you were back on the road? Yeah. So yeah, just so over we, a week ago, yeah, you so were in Nashville. We've recorded since yeah. twice. That's right. And I neglected to ask you. I had it in my brain. I forgot to put the note down. So I need a follow up because last year you and I had some wonderful ideas mm-hmm. about how to handle a new burgeoning family problem that you encountered from when you come home from your radio station visits. Yeah. And that I think you would admit was from your by your own device, right? Yeah. 
You came home from one of your outings last year. Feeling, um, I don't know. I, I, for some reason I felt this pressure of like, Oh no, I've been gone for a couple of days. I need to have gifts for my, for my kids when I, well, at that point it was just Evelyn. I need to have a gift for Evelyn when I return. Yes. So that's not, I I don't think that's uncommon by the way, as a parent, anytime you go away, like my mother-in-law was just away in the, in the Cayman islands and we'd video FaceTime for read with them. And the, one of the first questions out of his mouth all the time is, did you get me anything? <laughs> so I don't think you feeling this way yeah. was abnormal. Just wanted yeah. to get that out of the way. Yeah. So I think that uh, the one time I spent like $22 getting her a little Delta airplane from <laughs> from the duty-free store. My God. <laughs> that like, you know, you, you pull it back and it flies across the floor and yep. it makes like airplane noises and everything. And of course that was a, a terrible investment, but she loved it for a, a day or two. Uh-huh. She was a big fan. Pulled but that, up. that started it for you. That started it uh, at one point. I see. I don't even remember if um, me getting her a coaster was a joke or something that I actually did. I think it was frantic in the moment. And if I remember it, it was the UP show. Correct. Yeah. To where you did not, oh, that's you right. went to yeah. the casino I went to the, gift shop. I went to the gift shop. Which in hindsight, you probably could have just gone to the bar <laughs> no. in the casino itself and grabbed one from someone's yep. drink when they lifted it up. Yeah. So you came home with a coaster that day. I did. And you and I workshopped it on, on the podcast uh-huh. that going forward, you thought you guys have a rider. Yeah, well, we granted, work- it's not... Hollywood elite rider with, you know, <laughs> bottles of Grey Goose and whatnot. No, no, no. It's like, uh, can we each have one bottle of water during, yeah, the, yeah. Show, <laughs> during yeah. the show? And then in like parentheses, you know, because you guys are Midwesterners, parentheses, like, we'll accept shared. <laughs> right. You know. And a casserole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you, we thought maybe you start putting like, we were, yeah, we were not a ready. trinket, but you had said like maybe a specific object. From is, each location. unique, yeah, unique to that to that location. So if it was Nashville, yeah, be like a little mini guitar keychain or right. something. Cowboy hat. Because it's the music city. Yeah. And uh I had completely forgotten about that going into the going into this year's travel season. Mm-hmm. And we had before the night show last week, we had a, a meet and greet with a bunch of listeners. Okay, and, so people. Uh, so these are those interactions that you hate. Then these are the interactions I love. Just you and me, right? Just me and you. They all smell. <laughs> I mean, boy, you think the post office of Josh Reed is bad? And all those stories. Try waiting in a line. Oh, I love this the is, show. Oh, me too. Thank you. <laughs> this is like lump on a butt cheek times ten. <laughs> Because again, there's only ten people paying for this, <laughs> right? Should we do a meet and greet before the Good Friday Karaoke Fest? Oh yeah, charge like a extra. Well, I mean, look, we're already telling people that minimum gift is fifty. Right? <laughs> By the way, I forgot that you had actually put that. I didn't realize Listen, you actually put it on there. <laughs> Listen, I'm pretty much a stenographer in a courtroom, <laughs> and what you say, I'm putting to paper. Okay. Or digital paper in this regard. Do you think that's possibly what's keeping the headcount low? Haven't checked the headcount. Last I checked, it was three. Okay. The, you and me. And the <laughs> podcast was one. Good. I, me personally was two. Okay. And then I believe that Billy Stacks, who lives in New Jersey, in right? New York. New York. <laughs> I think he was an interested or a maybe. Huh. So can you pull that up? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to it right now uh, just to see what the number is at. We need to figure out a way to send a blanket invite. Or again, I'll post, I'll, I will will post it again, too, um, on our social media to let people know. But, uh, I mean, hey, makes it easier, right? We just go in there and get a booth. Okay, I'm looking at the post right now. You know how you can like it or love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple ha-has on the post. Like they think it's going to be funny? Yeah. That's one way to take it. Oh, four four people are going. Oh, okay. I got eight interested. I see. Okay. Eight, going. Eight. Four. Yep. Uh, the Stephen Kyle podcast. Uh, Travis Branch. 
I, you know, it's funny. It's not letting me look at who's actually yeah, Travis going. Branch and Chris Pruitt have announced going, and it okay. looks to be Billy Stacks has changed his mind. <laughs> He's out. He's out. He is not going. We have eight have clicked interested. So, yeah, listen, we have plenty of time. I think we'll get more. If not, oh, well, we'll okay. have fun with the people. Double that digits? Are we getting double digits? If we don't get more than Boston. Again, we flew to Boston. And if we can't get more than that, I think we close her up. Yeah. I think we've got a close-up shop. That'll be, what, three three 365 or so? 360. Good number. Great number. Great. So you guys had your meeting the night before the show in Nashville. We had the meet and greet. The, the, the meet and greet, I'm sorry. Right, the right before the show. Yeah, you guys don't have meetings. We know that. Hour or two before the show, we yep. had uh, met with uh, a bunch of different listeners and took pictures with everybody. And some people are very gracious, and they they show up like bearing gifts for us. Sure. And one very nice woman whose name I apologize, I do not know. Uh, I forgot to podcast listener. I'm wondering, okay, cause I, because otherwise I don't care. She had a little a little bag for everybody, and I said, "Oh, that's so nice of you." So I opened up the bag, and there were two little gifts in there. Mm-hmm. She said, "These are for your kids." And I was like, huh. Job done. Sweet. Cha-ching. One of them was a uh, a little baby shark bathtub toy. So you put it in there, and uh, once it touches water, its tail starts flapping. Oh, and it's little, all right. And its little mouth starts chomping, and it swims around in a circle. Perfect. I said, this is awesome. Screams Nashville. Yeah. Very, very Nashville. Yep. The other one. This one, I know you are going to love. Absolutely going to love this one. It's a Matchbox car of a 1992 Jeep Cherokee. Oh, my God. Which one of your poor kids got saddled with that disaster? Well, you know, I let them make the choice when I got back. Because, of course, I passed that off as my own gift. And this shouldn't come as any surprise to you because this was all discussed. Such a jerk. This was all discussed last year. This was this is the plan being put into motion. Somebody else does the heavy lifting. Yeah. I get the glory. What I would love to see, though, is for this next show, which, again, is on April 14. Wilkes-Barre, PA. Yep. I would love to see you just toss it on. Because a lot of times you're the conduit, right? So they'll maybe the guys will say, hey, Steve, do they got everything they need for... Mm-hmm our travel needs and whatever we need when we're there. And you say, yep. And before you fire off that last dock bullet, you click enter for one more bullet point. Yeah. And you put, I don't know how you want to phrase it. Looks very tchotchke. <laughs> Two trinkets, you know, smaller, the better because native must, to, yes, must fit in a carry on. Two trinkets native to the Wilkes-Barre Scranton area. Yeah. Give me a rock. <laughs> give me a pencil that has yeah. the, the, the local museum's name on it. That's right. Do you think Evelyn would enjoy, you know, uh, reference to the office? <laughs> because I don't want to see you stuck again at another somewhat small regional airport scrambling for <laughs> gifts and paying $22 for a uh, friction-controlled airplane or paying for a coaster at a casino. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see this nipped in the bud for your children going forward. Yeah. Well, uh, a huge thank you. Uh, if you're listening, please send a send a message so I can give you proper thanks on the podcast. Yeah, and if you're not listening, uh, we don't care. Hmm. If you're not a listener of the the podcast, you know, keep it to yourself. Don't need an update. I'm happy. I'm glad that your children were satisfied after Dada was gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, what'd you bring home for your wife, Annette? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Come on. We're adults here. Hard to see there's that animosity there. <laughs> May have something to do with it. Oh, that, well, that would have been before. But oh, okay. Preemptive animosity is the best in a relationship. Fantastic. Check out the Facebook page before we get out of here. Yeah. Again, for the Steve and Kyle podcast, Good Friday Karaoke Fest, our first meetup in years. The event is on Facebook. Uh, I will post it on all of our social medias again here in the next few days so everybody can see it. Yeah. Uh, and we'll finalize. Hopefully we can get a, a location 
we'll have in the next two weeks or so we can put on the event. Yeah, don't let that be the thing that keeps right. you from responding. It's going to be in the greater Grand Rapids area within, yes. within a couple of miles of downtown. Yeah. If you're coming from out of town, you're staying downtown, it'll be within a very affordable Uber ride. Or I've heard Timmy probably has like a <laughs> uh, one of those bike... <laughs> the bike bars? The, one of the, yeah. <laughs> a pedal bar? Yes. That you could Timmy, probably just hop on. Timmy has been very generous. Apparently, he booked himself a suite. Yes, <laughs> that'll sleep eight people. Yes, if you need a space to, if you need a spot to sleep, and you want to come to the Good Friday Karaoke Fest for us with us. Timmy would be happy to welcome you into his suite that sleeps up to eight. Please let us know. We will put you in contact or negotiate all that for you. Yeah, you know something? I'm going to be hands off for that because that sounds like the recipe for drunken debauchery. And I don't know if I want to be responsible in any way. Yeah. We'll give you Timmy's handle on social media. You can find Timmy easily. He's the only Timmy that posts on our social media as much as he does. That's right. We'd love to see everybody there, though, uh, to make this a fun night out the night before Steve has to go to work. Yeah, yeah. Look, got a big boy job. Got to pay the bills. You know how it is. At Stephen Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Apologies to Robert. Just missed him. Oh, just missed him. Well, he's not going to show up at Karaoke Fest now. No, not at all. All right, talk to you next week.